0: guys, welcome back. I'm John. And I'm David. Thanks for joining us uh, for another week.
1: That's right. This week, let's see, what are we covering, David? We are going to cover a bit of a lengthy passage. We're going to be going through verse 5 in Romans 1, and we'll probably end around, yeah, we'll end at 10. Around 10 or 11, yeah. yeah. Because eleven. We'll want to tackle yeah. eleven in more depth next time. I think that deserves an episode on its own.
0: Yeah, eleven. 11 is where we're going to start next week. So, um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and read through that.
1: All right. Um, Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of His name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all those in Rome who are loved. By God, and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ, for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed all around the world. For God is my witness whom I serve, with my spirit and the gospel of His Son, that without ceasing, I mention you, always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will. I may now at last succeed in coming to you.
0: Okay, cool. So, let's split up. Let's split verse 5. I'm going to talk about the first half here. Through whom we have received grace and apostleship. Um, So, we're going to talk about this later in the episode. But one thing that I've noticed with Paul, pretty much every time that he's talking, he... uh, He mentions grace first, and then most of the time it's grace and peace. But he's saying grace and apostleship, so this is like applying to him. So the way that I interpret this, what I think that he's talking about, he's like, well, first we have grace, and this is for everybody. You have grace. So uh, mercy is not getting something that you deserve. Grace would be getting something that you don't deserve, and that's absolutely what we have with salvation. That's everything in the Old Testament uh, points to the fact that we don't deserve to go to heaven because we're wicked and we're sinful. Even if you, if you spent your entire life, and let's say you were th- you were you know five years old, and I know that some people are going to be like, "Oh, that's extreme," but if you were if you were six years old and you knew that stealing was bad, you knew that it was bad, and you stole your friend's bubble gum. Like that's still sin, and that's still like God is so holy. We needed a a perfect sacrifice. And so the the grace that we've received that Paul is talking about is is Jesus Christ. We have salvation literally all you have to do like you have to believe it you have to say the prayer you have to make him the lord of your life but the, I mean you don't have to live that perfect life because we can't and and God knew that and so he he provided a way for us to escape that because ultimately um there's another passage, and we read it. I think we may go, go to it, but it talks about like, what is your life? You're just like a mist. like this is just fleeting. this yep. is this is here one minute and gone the next. Um, so this is this is a, a very short, short time period that we're here and we have eternity and, and that's what really matters. but <clears throat> anyways, he, he says he says grace and apostleship. so I mean, I think he's referring to himself. I mean, obviously he's referring to himself. He's saying like, hey, first. I had grace and then I was called to be an apostle because I couldn't be an apostle if I didn't have this grace from God. He forgave me, he corrected me. He should have struck me dead. You know, like we talked about that when yes. he had his Damascus experience. He's probably like, Why am I not dead? Like, why am I still here? Um, and so that, that's what I, I see when I hear that. He's like, Man, I'm so thankful because of the grace that I have. And then, hey, like now I'm an apostle. You know, he thinks he's the least of the apostles. Um, he's the most humble about it. He's like, I'm, I'm the lowest of all these. Jesus appeared to me last, but he still appeared to him. Uh, and we see that God used Paul in in a in a great way, you know, in, yeah. in the New Testament.
1: And that is one of the interesting things about the apostles. Um, we always hold like Peter and Paul really high up there, like in the hierarchy, We're like all oh, these are the top, the top guys, <clears throat> the big dogs. But they didn't think of themselves as that. We can see, um. You know, they had to, to vote on things, like Peter didn't say, this is how it's going to be, it's my way or the highway. They had to, to vote uh, to, you know, they cast lots to get Stephen. Um, yeah, right, right. Uh, you know.
0: But so what you're telling me is uh, this idea of a of a pope is not really...
1: Yeah, it's not um, strictly biblical. There's, that's a whole, <laughs> that sounds like a... A deep dive robe. We're not. Road, we're, not we we're not Catholic. I'm. I'm not really qualified to even go that no. route yet. I need, need to do more studying. But,
0: but we don't think that that one person has has that kind of authority.
1: No. Um. And again, uh, everyone will probably think of the verse where Jesus talks about handing over the keys of life and death. Um, which uh, I think he was talking to Christians in general. He was talking about expanding the gospel. The gospel is the keys to life and death. But we're not going right. to get too too deep into that because well, i just wanted to mention <laughs> that
0: that 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 idea of if someone that tells you that interprets everything for you and what they say is is it's their way or the highway eh, it doesn't really seem to be biblical
1: yeah this this right. idea of hierarchies at least um one christian put in a throne above every other christian is not biblical like christ is above all of us um because we're all saved by grace, we're all that's the that's the the leveling yeah. of the playing field. You know, we're, we're all sinners who are all saved by the same grace. Yeah, even your pastors, yes. all the
0: the people that you listen to that do worship music, they they all that we're all the same. We yeah. all need need Jesus just as
1: much. You may be looking up to a certain pastor who's on the television or online on the telly on the telly. <laughs> you're watching them on the telly, <laughs> but they're they're the same as you. Yeah. you know, they just are better at standing in front of a camera, you know, that's, that's the only difference. And, um, but yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of the name among all the nations, uh, including you who are called to belong to uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so yeah, so that's like the reason why we're, Saved by this grace is to bring about, you know, this um, Jesus' name to the nations. You know, it's, it's kind of part of that great commission. We're called to just bring the glory of God. Um, yeah, we're just called to bring glory to God. Um, we're not called to, uh, like you said, it's a short, we have a short life. We're not meant to build our life in the most spectacular way we can here as quickly as possible. We're called to bring glory to God's name.
0: Yeah, then everything else will be added later. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um <clears throat> You know, I I think that the obedience of faith for for the sake of his name and and among all the among all the nations, um everything that we do, uh, especially if we're going to do, you know, Christian things, if we I'm doing air quotes, you know, Christian things, um we should always keep the focus on that. Because in my experience and I think in your experience, like when things start getting weird and stuff is when people get prideful, um, when it starts becoming about other things. Um, But the focus should always be on giving God the glory. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I'll I'll use a really personal example. Um, I play drums. I love music. uh, I love all that stuff. And sometimes I can get hypercritical. Um, of things because I want things to be perfect, um, but the, there came a time where I had to really step back and be like, well, why do I want this perfect? Like part of it is just because I take I take pride in it, you know. And and there was there were times where it wasn't a hundred percent because it was for the glory of God, you know. There was there were times where I was like, well, I can say that like this is this is something that I want perfect because you know I, I'm attached to it, you know, because I don't want people to think that I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so it's always good, you know, we, we, we read a verse right before we started recording and it was super convicting. Yes, yes. <laughs> So it's always good to read scripture because if you got an issue, it'll, it'll convict you. Um, and, and I've moved on past that, but there's other things in my life that I have to be aware of because that's just, um, so sometimes that can be part of my personality is I take pride in what I do. I try to do things, uh, the right way and I try to do them well. And I always have to remind myself, like, if you're not doing it for God, does it matter anyways? Right. You know, so that's, that's, that's a really good reminder. Um, verse 7, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace, there it is, uh, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about that. So to all those in Rome. So all of them in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. So if you're a Christian in Rome, you're called to be a saint. As simple as that. You're supposed to live um, as holy and a pleasing life to God as you can. You don't have to be, you know, an Old Testament prophet. You don't have to be, uh, what was the guy in the Old Testament? He didn't die. He was, he was, uh, he walked with God and he was taken. Uh, Was it? I don't know. It was Enoch. Yeah. Yeah. Enoch. Um, you don't have to like walk with God so close and then you don't even die. Like we're all called to, to live this life. Um, that's, and, and what does that go back to? It's honoring and it's glorifying of God that, that people see that. And they're not like, you know, cause what I, what I notice in the culture is people see Christians and they're like, well, you know, you're no different than me. You're upset or you're mad. Um, you're angry about this stuff and, and it's because you just can't do the things that you want to do. Well, that's not what this is about at all. Right. You know, so we should we should do it with a cheerful attitude. We should want to do it with a cheerful attitude because of the grace the immense gift that we've been given. That's what Paul's like like, "Hey, you don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I'm I'm you know, I don't I, I don't know, I can't read Paul's mind, but he's probably like, I'm amazed that I'm even an apostle right now. You know, he's like, we don't, hey, get this in your head, we don't deserve it. So let's live our life as pleasing to God, because we're just trying to say thank
1: you. Yeah, and uh, again, not to rag on Catholics too much, but <laughs> the word saint, uh, I think, uh, well, it's not like the word Catholic, like Catholic just means universal, Um And, you know, saints is another one of those old words that just talks about believers. So he's not talking to, you know, the guys that are in the stained glass windows or something. That's just Christians in general.
0: Yeah, and when you die, no one should be praying to you because you lived a really holy life. Like, that's not how it works. If you were a (laughs) saint, like, oh, you know, Brother, Brother David was such a saint. Like, maybe if I pray to him, he can help. No,
1: no. And if I was to become a saint... I'm sorry. I'm not going to be listening to you. I don't. (laughs) I'm. I'm going to be too busy worshiping Jesus. I don't care. You're not really going to
0: care about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Unless you were martyred, and then maybe in the end you'll be like, I want vengeance. Yeah.
1: (laughs) A little fire right there, please.
0: (laughs) Um. So that's basically the, the, the the gist of that is that we're all called to live that life. Yeah. You know, it's you don't have to be. It's not like well. Oh, maybe if God, you know, shows up and tells me, maybe I'll I'll start I'll start living a holy life. Like when you become a Christian, um, you should you should strive to hate what God hates and to love what God loves, and that's going to point you down the path of loving God and loving people, uh, but hating sin.
1: And it's a process, you know. It's that's what the another one of them big theology theology words, you know, th- sanctification. Sanctification. You know, it's just a process, day by day, becoming more and more like Jesus. You know, yeah. it's. Um, yeah, it, it's just, uh, I think we can get really bogged down and frustrated when we're not, when we're not seeing the results in our life the way we want to. Um, I know I certainly do. Um, absolutely. Like, especially if there's like a, a sin, uh, so, some sins seem to attach themselves more predominantly to us than others. Like I used to struggle really bad with anger when I was a kid. Um, every once in a while it flares up and I'm like, Ooh, I hate that. Yeah. Why would why, you come back? Where, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like you know, by the grace of God, you know, it's, it's taken care of. So
0: yeah, I can definitely relate there. Um, when I first, when I got out of high school and I started working uh, full time, I was not especially at work. You didn't want to be around me. Um, you know, I I couldn't separate myself from work. Like I'd come home and I'd just be angry. Um, you know, like you said, it still comes back every once in a while. But now, man, I I guess the only way. To describe it would be freedom, honestly, because yes. I I don't like I'm just not like that anymore. I get frustrated, yeah, and you get tired, and I'm not saying that you know you should be perfect, um, but ch- change can happen. Yes, um, especially if, if you're if you're praying and you're reading the Word and you're letting it convict you where it needs to convict you. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: and you're letting you know the Holy Spirit do the work. You know, yeah, like you're not putting that burden on yourself. You know, you do what you need to do. And just let God do the rest.
0: Yeah. All right, verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in
1: all the world. Yeah, that's—we touched on this a little bit earlier, I believe. Um, in,
0: the, in the overview, I think.
1: Yes, yes, we've been in the overview, how, you know, the, the faith of the Roman church, you know, people were talking about all over the place, you know, which makes sense if you know what they're going through in Rome. Like the Romans were very um, mean, uh, evil, um, awful—you know—put in whatever kind of adjective you want right there. They they didn't like Christians um, for many reasons. One was that they were always destroying their economy because it revolved around their gods, and we stop worshiping their gods, then their economy tanks. Um, and another was because it, it's you know there's the spiritual background to it too. You know, there's you know the, the the demonic forces not wanting to give up their strongholds. You got the, you know, the gospel coming through and they're going to influence the political leaders to, you know, kill and persecute Christians. Uh, Christians were put in the, uh, yeah, they were crucified. They were put in the, what's a big round building. Oh, Uh, the Colosseum. Colosseum. Yeah. 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 Uh, they were, you know, ate by lions. Um, uh, I think, I can't remember where it's from. It's, there's a historical account where I think it was Nero cause he was always doing weirdo creepy stuff. Uh, <laughs> he, he was a weirdo. He was yeah. Mr. Fiddle while the world burns. Um, he, he put Christians in baskets and uh, put them up on uh, poles and lit them on fire. And uh. that's how he would keep, you know, the, the road lit for like his parade or whatever. It was pretty, you know, he, he was not a good guy. Um, and, you know, this is what the Christians had to put up with, and that's why people were talking about them, because despite all that, they they were holding holding fast to their faith, you know. They weren't, you know, going to have a happy ending as we would describe it. They weren't going to live to a nice ripe old age and then, you know, pass away peacefully in their sleep. It's like, no, more than likely we're going to die a very horrible ending, but yeah, we love they, God so much. It, and know? they knew that, yeah. uh,
0: you know, they... They probably were like, I, I know what this is going to mean. Mm-hmm. And man, that we just live in a society that is so far removed from any, any real persecution. It's insane. Like, it, at least here in America. Yeah. Now, obviously, yes, there's places out where, where people that are Christians are getting persecuted. But in the Bible Belt, where we're at in central Arkansas, um, we don't even know what persecution is like no. real real pers- persecution it's it's insane
1: now someone argue that it's beginning to grow and you know uh, that's a whole other kettle of fish we don't want to get into no not in this episode <laughs> but, but
0: even if you're going to argue that like you have to go read about people actually being persecuted yes and compare your situation and say if i go home with my feelings hurt is that really like? I'm not trying to be harsh, but is that right. really persecution? Right. Like, okay, yes, maybe someone is picking on you because you're a Christian, uh, but just pray about them and and move on. Yeah. Like the we shouldn't expect anything differently. That's true. I, I guess is is really what I'm getting at. Like, we know that that most people are going to uh, feel that way about Christians. <clears throat> Mackenzie's sister, um, she, she had a she had a a, a good point. I thought. Um, she was, we were talking about different religions and she said, you know, it's funny. Um, people, people are fine with Buddhist. They're fine. Uh, they're fine with even Islam. They try to rebrand it as, is the religion of peace. You know, they're like, Oh yeah, those people like There's all these, you know, articles and, and in the Quran, it's like, Oh, you can beat your wife, you know, but you just can't beat her too much. Like, but they're, they're really a religion of peace and everyone, you know, is okay with that stuff. But when it comes to a Christian, you know, that doesn't want to serve food to a particular person, then now all of a sudden you're the devil. Um, And it's funny uh, how the devil's standards only apply to Christians. And that, to me, just shows exactly what Jesus said. He was like, people are going to hate you because of me. Like, it's just going to happen. Be ready for it. Be prepared. And so when we face persecution, you know, there's people that are talking about how in the future we'll have more of the persecution um, I'm sure that's the case. I don't expect it. I don't expect it to get any better with the way that the world is going. I'm not like, oh yeah, well, in a hundred years, you know, everyone's going to be a Christian. That's probably not what's going not what's going to happen.
1: Unless by everyone's going to be a Christian, you mean Jesus comes back and instills his you know thousand year reign. In it, that case, then yes, but yeah,
0: yeah. But as far as how things are going now, and if there's not a supernatural intervention, then no, we should expect these things. Because what happens is when we have this false worldview, and we think that when you become a Christian, no, everything's just going to go well. Um, that was probably the opposite for these people. And we shouldn't expect that either. We shouldn't expect um, to have all these things just fall in our lap just because we became a Christian. We should, we should be ready to endure hardships, and uh, we should do it as cheerfully as we can. And um, at the end of the day, we know what we're doing, why we're doing it, and we know that it's not about this world yeah so that's i guess that's my rant on that like (laughs) don't be surprised when people hate you jesus literally told us to expect
1: that so (laughs) it's like that surprise pikachu meme i haven't Uh, seen that okay never mind (laughs) it's probably outdated anyways it's like dabbing no one will know what this is and you know a year like what are you talking about
0: (laughs) well i still know what dabbing is maybe that that could turn into a dad joke thing yeah you know where i know a guy well we could do... Uh, no, that's stupid. It's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. Stop it, you old man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, verse 8. First, uh, yeah, we, yes, we are. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed uh, in all the world. For God is my witness whom I serve in my spirit in the gospel of his son that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers asking that somehow by God's will I may now at last succeed in coming to you. So we've got a few things to talk about there, for sure. I didn't expect to read all that, but it just kind of... It flows good. It flows, yeah.
1: Yeah, we can, um, you know, that's one of the cool things about Paul. There's many cool things about Paul. But one of the cool things about Paul is how much he cared for others. And he's always talking about how he remembers them, he prays for them, you know, he...
0: As God is his witness. As God is his witness. So he's yeah. like, if if I'm wrong, you know, God will hold me accountable. Like, he, he, he meant it. You know, he wasn't... Not like today where it's like, oh, yeah, I'll be praying for you. He he was like, I'm without ceasing. I'm praying for all you guys.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things I, I'm trying to get better in my own personal life is I don't just say, oh, I'll pray for you. I'm Okay, no, I'm going to stop and say, okay, let's pray about this. Yeah. I don't care how weird it looks. Like, if you're in a supermarket or... At work, I'm going to just stop, take time out, and let's pray together, you know? And then even in my personal life, just making time to pray for others. um, That's something I've been striving to get better at, is just, you know, remembering to pray for people. And remembering to pray in in general. Uh, It's weird how long you can go without praying, and then you realize, oh, I haven't talked to God at all this whole week. Well, I'm a horrible Christian. Yeah, well,
0: (laughs) it's a good thing you've got grace.
1: Yes, that is true.
0: Yeah. if there 's anything that we want to uh burn into your brains with this show is the importance of the grace of jesus christ mm-hmm. um, that's that 's a big deal to us, and it should be a big deal to everyone and we definitely want to put that out there that it 's a big deal yeah um, <clears throat> so I read eight and we already went over eight i didn 't mean to do that, but oh well, uh, for God is my witness whom who must yeah that without ceasing i always uh, I make mention of you always in my prayers. And then he says, "By God's will, I may now at last succeed in coming to you." So we talked about that. He really wanted to get to Rome, um, but when when that came up, there was a verse that I thought of, uh, and and I found it. It's James four uh, fifteen, but I'm going to back up and go to go to thirteen to give a little bit of context. <clears throat> Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town, and spend a year there, uh, and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Um, so that's interesting. You know, it's it's a different, it's a it's definitely a different viewpoint of just living day by day and asking God, hey, what do you have for me today? Like, um, this isn't saying that you can't plan anything out, but Right. it's just talking about you're going to boast about your plans for tomorrow and you have no regard for, for what God wants. Uh, it's asking God's will. It's not assuming his will. It's like, Hey God, um, whatever it is you want me to do, I'm here for it. Just show me, just tell me because we've talked about this. Um, we want to be careful in how we define success. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with, with things relating to God, because I hear a lot of times, you know, where success is, is based on numbers or it's based on things that, that don't really mean success because like, I'll just use an example. What if you're a missionary? Okay. And, and you're taking the gospel to a country and, and no one there has ever heard it ever. It's completely dry ground. It's like the, no seeds that, that are planted are going to sprout. So you go somewhere and you make no you spend your entire life and, and this is what God I mean, you didn't just do this, God is telling you to go do this. You spend your entire life and nothing ever happens physically that you can see. If you judge your success off of that, then you're a failure. Yeah. But what if what if you were the person that was supposed to go and sow the seed and you were never gonna see the harvest? Just like we see with the disciples when Jesus said that the fields are ripe for harvest. The people that, that planted that did not reap the harvest. It was the disciples that came generations later, and they're the ones that, that reaped the harvest. And so we always want to be mindful of that. Just because, just because God tells you to do something, do not think that that means that, that it's going to be a success in your mind, because it may not be. And you're gonna you're gonna walk away disappointed, and then you're, then you're gonna think that I miss God, when maybe your life your goal was just to work the ground. Yep. And then someone you were preparing the way for someone else. And to me, um, there's a verse. Don't remember where it's at, but it just came up to me where um, where Paul's talking about um, different parts of the body. Are are honored differently, and the parts that we that we conceal that that you can't see, we, we, those are honored more. Um, that's that's that same line of thinking. That's um, you are preparing the way, and it's easy to come through and reap the harvest, but it's hard to go do the work and be faithful day after day when you're not seeing progress and all you're doing is trusting in God. Um, that's that's difficult. And so we always want to keep that in mind i hear I hear that you know it's like, oh well, God told me to go do this, and praise God it's going to be great, and everything's going to go good um just because God tells you to do God tells you to go do something does not mean that doesn't give you um you know a blank check for uh just everything to go right on your journey.
1: as a matter of fact, it probably won't go right. It probably we see won't. this in the gospels or uh sorry in the uh you know, in Acts and throughout, um, you know, Paul's letters, you know, just how he's confronted by natural disaster, people, you know, um, sickness, all sorts of things. Um, and then even the people that he's reached, they oftentimes don't fully get what he's saying is he to go back and write to them and say, Hey, you knuckleheads, you know, it right. been <laughs> a nicer way. Um, so even if you think you've hit success, is it really success? It's all—it's always a process, you know. Even once you're saved, it's still a process. You know, you still have to be sanctified and stay on the road and encourage believers to grow and to make disciples. And um, so even though we have our own little, you know, trophy, like I, I reached 10 people today. Okay, that that's fine. But, you know, there's still work that needs to be done in their life. You know, it, it doesn't end. The project is ongoing and doesn't end until Jesus returns, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I just i want to i want to remind everyone of that because yeah. in my like I talked about earlier with my personality, um, I'm very results driven. You know, I I do something to make an improvement and I expect to see that or hear that improvement right away, and I have to rely on God for that because <clears throat> I'll see something and I'll I'll say, okay, well, obviously whatever I'm doing here, you know, I must have missed it. And it's like, no, just stay faithful um, and then and then just rely on God. So that's it for this week. Uh, we thought that this was going to be a shorter video, but it's still about 30 minutes, so it's not bad. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about, um, let me get back here real quick. We're going to start at 11. We'll just give you, we'll read it. We're probably going to include a few other verses, but uh, one of the ones that we're going to tackle for sure is, For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. That is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So we're going to talk about impartation. um, What spiritual gift is he talking about? That'll be next week. Um, We've got a Facebook page. I don't know. There's some people that are listening that I don't know. So uh, go look up the Bible Unfiltered on Facebook. I sent invites out to to the people that I know that are listening. but we'll post stuff on there when it's relevant and it doesn't warrant a whole video or I always do that. (laughs) It's not a video, a whole prophetic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about that. That just sounds like a lot more work right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, things that, that don't warrant a whole episode we'll put up there just to do updates and stuff. If we, we recently changed to a different podcast hosting service. So we're working on getting everything ironed out with that. So, um go follow us there. We might do an Instagram account one day, but for now just Facebook, I think. Yeah, just yeah. the basics. Yeah, just the basics, but thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you next week. See you later.